this time it's your boy Sean. <laughs> What is up, Wikimaniacs, and welcome back to another episode of Reddit on Wiki. We are your favorite TikTok trio, starring the punny Pinoy himself. It is I, your boy John. Join as usual by my main guys. First up, the man pup set that everyone in TikTok just calls him cute and never insightful. We call him our Uncle BJ. Jesus. Give it up for Josh Shell. <laughs> I'm just a dumb idiot. <laughs> yeah, you're just a piece of meat to everybody, my guy. You stupid, sexy idiot. <laughs> you insightful, sexy man. I'll take it. <laughs> Last but not the least, you all know this man, Wikimaniacs. You all love him, even though he's not on certain episodes. Everyone's favorite, Sean Salvino. What is good, my brother? Uh, not too much, but I think I'm no longer the favorite. I think the favorite is now Sienna. Un- Unequivocally, oh, yeah. is the favorite. Absolutely. It do be facts. But Wikimaniacs, this is the first time we recorded with John since his leave of absence so this is a yeah we should probably address that because yeah Uh, we we announced it on the one friday with chris and then he ended up Mm -hmm. being on the monday episode the next week (laughs) because just so because we already had that one pre-recorded yeah so it's been longer behind the scenes than i guess it technically has been uh for you guys like like three four weeks right almost a month it's been a while Yeah. yeah it's been a while yeah but you know just to quickly acknowledge what happened, uh, so I was gone for a little bit. My my father suffered a heart attack, and it's just one of those situations that it, it kind of just happened so fast. But luckily, he's on a man like he's he's recovering well. The old man is really tough, and he just refuses to go. I mean, it, it's it's hard to talk about it now, but like it's I'm just happy that he's he's recovered. But I, I do want to say thank you. To you two, especially uh, for holding down the fort. And uh, Sienna, like, kicked ass as being a, a, a guest. So that was really awesome. Loki, you uh, almost lost your job, John. Uh, one more week o- and I think okay. it would have been a wrap. It's okay. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like my job is still uh, in the hot seat after <laughs> how, how much everybody loves Sienna. But yeah, I just want to say thank you to everybody, uh, to every Wikimaniacs that reached out, whether it's private, where it was DM, like, texted me for those who has my number. Uh, just want to say thank you like that really meant a lot to my family and the cultivate fam every day they were asking like hey how's everyone doing or how's my dad doing just thank you but i really appreciate that i guess like you know out of all this like if there was like a lesson like i wanted to like kind of impart to anyone it's like just get a physical checkup and you know my dad my dad could have avoided this if he like got screening earlier and two like i think preventive medicine is better than having to go to an emergency situation so wikimaniacs if you haven't got screened yet please do so it could save your life. And uh, two, it just spend as much time with your loved ones as you can. You, you just never know what's going to happen. And uh, just love love the people that you care about. So there's the reason why I was out for a little bit. And that's my sappy way out of the way. But today's episode, we will be diving to our yeah. favorite time suck. What a pivot. <laughs> in this episode, we have a husband who might have fallen in love with a scammer. A boyfriend Ooh. asking his girlfriend for $50,000. And a girlfriend not wanting her boyfriend to take a dream internship. And after the break, we do another This Day in History featuring the deadly duel between Andrew Jackson and Charles Dickinson. Before we get to it, if you have a story you want us to tell, or you can DM us on Twitter and Instagram or send it over at reddit on wikipod at gmail.com. You can also find us on TikTok and Wikimaniacs. We're also on YouTube if you want to support us there as well. For financial support, consider being a patron. If you notice, we might have some changes on our patreon uh less tiers so 
you might not hear Sean doing the $25 bit anymore. <laughs> yeah, so if you want to give us $25 a month, I can give you my direct Venmo. That's fine. You could do that. That right away will help the show out more than you know. It guys. won't. It, it won't. DM me for my Venmo. <laughs> it all goes directly to the show. You better believe it. And uh, all our details are in our show notes or webs- our website at readyonwiki.com. And speaking of patrons, huge shout out to our brand new patron this month. Fellas, Ooh. we got three new ones. Hell yeah. We got three, three new ones, baby. This is news to me. Well, we might, I really should we might have shouted that. out the one on the Friday episode coming out. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah but just give, give them a shout out anyway. Anyways, yeah. They deserve all the yeah, praise. All Absolutely. the praise. So welcome, Simonova, Micah, and Valentina. And we can't forget our awesome supporters, Vina, Lindsay, Gabby, Aaron, Taru, and Alex. Thank you for your support. Josh, I think you have some YouTube comments that you wanted to read out. Did you? Yeah, uh, I got a couple here. So if you're on YouTube, you know, give us a subscribe. We're trying to make it to that 1,000 subs. We're pretty close. But yeah, we got some some good comments, I think, on some of our episodes. On the last one you were on, actually, John, we got a comment in regards to the sister who asked for medical advice. Mm-hmm. That one was a controversial one. We had that one. <laughs> you were either very yeah. hot or very cold, which that, we I think you and I represented very well on the show. We were also conflicted. Yeah, exactly. I think it's a it's a conflicting topic for a reason, right? So we had Luna C comment, and actually Luna's commented on a few videos, but they said, let me start by saying that Sean is beloved in Italy too. Oh, wow. Italy. <laughs> Let's go. I am slightly disappointed. Oh, no. <laughs> because it's on a video you're on, Sean. So oh. the bit was it shouldn't be on a video you're on, but, you know, we'll let it slide. <laughs> we'll let it slide. <laughs> Hey, Wikimaniacs, I am uh, 100% cool with that bit not being a bit. Uh, if you want to comment on <laughs> boost my self-esteem a little, I would love it. Uh, so they go on to say, on a more serious note, please be aware of the huge problem that exists with fat phobia in the medical profession. People with larger bodies are constantly discriminated against, and that discourages them from seeking medical care with tragic consequences. So when a concerned sibling comes up to, with a tone-deaf medical advice, besides wondering what they're basing that on, BMI, diet, culture, what's the goal? What are they trying to accomplish? Has there ever been someone who has turned their life around based on shame and humiliation? What if they had approached it with compassion, trying to delve into what trauma or mental health issues can be the root cause of their weight gain? Instead, they chose brutal honesty. <laughs> she says cruelty. I would argue against. I don't think it was cruel. I think it was just honest. Well, her honest opinion, I guess. And probably threw their sister into the deep end of depression and eating disorders. So I, I just wanted to point this out because it is something we didn't really dive into the mental yeah. health aspect as much as we should have probably. So Luna, thank you very much for for that comment. Uh, it's an excellent, excellent point of view and one that we should have considered a bit more. Shout out to Luna. Uh, I am a little bit biased because she gave me love, but uh, also <laughs> just the fact that, you know, she mentioned the fat shaming being a reason not to go to the doctor. I low-key yeah. am currently trying to lose weight before I go back to the doctor that called me morbidly <laughs> obese because I lost weight. And then I gained right. it all back after I got married. So now I'm I'm like, well, I can't fucking go back morbidly obese again. So <laughs> try to lose weight before I go. Even though this is a very important year for me to get my yearly checkup because I'm right. supposed to get a, a colonoscopy. Colonoscopy. And that tells you you're 50. No, uh, my mom had colon cancer when she was 40. So oh. I was supposed to get it 10 years before she was diagnosed. Okay. And I think I'm supposed to go every year. They're gonna put some shit in my ass. I'm not sure. But yeah, I'm supposed to go okay. this year and I, that hit a tone with me, Luna. Good call out, like, you know, Fair. from earlier too about 
you know, getting physical screens. But yeah, I do really appreciate because I was kind of seemed like I was the asshole in that in that conversation. I, I I love I love civil explanations like that. Like, you know, it, it kind of also helps yeah. me see the other side of the opinion, which is great. Like and the way you put it so respectfully, I really do appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, there were a ton of comments uh, on both sides. So it is an issue that is obviously a division between many people. So I don't think either side is right or wrong. With these stories, they're always missing up a lot of context. So it's hard to tell how asshole-ish they were and how, you know what I mean? But I just think that is an important point to bring up in an issue regarding fat phobia and doctors. So just one I wanted to shout out. We have a bunch of pro Sienna comments. Uh, (laughs) You got you a good one, Josh. Great job. Great job, Sienna, too. Yeah, yeah. She is definitely a big reason why I have the good takes. <laughs> but uh, yeah. we have a comment. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if I can pronounce this name. Rumbadinza. I, pro- I apologize if I pronounce that wrong. They say pro-choice is an anti-life louder for people in the back. I absolutely love your channel. And this is my favorite post so far. You guys are amazing. And I love Sienna. And I love how she wasn't shy. Shout out to her. Absolutely. Shout out to Sienna. Uh, We had a lot of people asking if she's going to come back. I've talked to her. She's very open to it. So we will definitely have her back on at some point. Oh, yeah. If you want more Sienna content, she is usually one of the highest rated comments on our videos sometimes. (laughs) She's been slacking. She's she's been slacking recently. Yeah, I know. I'm like, come on. You got to have a fans now. She can't she can't slack anymore. (laughs) No, her summers are usually her busy time. So she's always out doing stuff. So she's too busy living life instead of podcasting like losers, like (laughs) (laughs) like a bunch of losers. Yeah. (laughs) So we had a bunch of other uh, shout outs to Sienna. So appreciate her for coming on. That's all the YouTube comments I I wanted to shout out. Uh, There's I mean, there's a ton more. But if you want your YouTube comment shouted out, go to our YouTube channel and write what you're thinking. What a bribe. Maybe we'll show you on a future episode. That is a good ass bribe. I like it. So now we're going to move on to a Reddit section of our podcast. Our first story today is from user Helga Huffle P. And it's titled husband in quote love with an online scammer who he believes is going to marry him my husband and i are newlyweds (laughs) both 21 we are from ukraine where it's pretty common to marry at ages 18 to 21 we married only in january in march my husband said he wants to take a break from living together because he is depressed and wants some alone time he said that we will both not date other people and that it would be absolutely disrespectful and wrong if we see other people because he just needs time to feel better I told him I agree and that if anything changes and he decides to date others, immediately let me know so we can divorce because I'm not okay with extramarital stuff. He said yes, he would let me know, but he's not interested. Well, I just found out that he started the break on March 28th and registered for a dating site the same day. Mm. On April 1, already, a girl messaged him and they've been talking every day and are in a relationship. Oh, damn. How how do they know the day? (laughs) The exact day. Very specific. (laughs) I even asked them two weeks ago that if you have a girlfriend, I won't be mad, but tell me the truth so we can divorce. Because he stopped texting or answering the phone, but he lied. I only found out yesterday because he said we need to divorce immediately because he's marrying someone else. (laughs) (laughs) Plot twist. Oh my God. Oh no. But I think she's not who she says she is. He says that she told him she's 18 working in Poland, but Ukrainian and will come to Ukraine to be with him and they will marry and be together forever because she is perfect and he would never hurt her. 
<laughs> oh my god. This is your favorite show, John. It is. This is 90 it Day Fiance, <laughs> Why would someone in Poland look for someone in Ukraine without even being here physically? Why would she go into a war zone? The biggest thing is he has never heard her voice and she won't send a picture or talk on video call with him. I am pretty sure oh. it's a 47-year-old Ukrainian man living in a basement. <laughs> God, I hope so. What hurts is he asked her for a break on March 28th and replaced me immediately like it was nothing. He calls her the exact same nickname he called me from all the nicknames he uh, could boo. have chosen. And he writes her the exact same words that he wrote me when I met him on online dating. He showed the messages he sent Jesus. her. He lied since April and only now told me. It's like, I'm completely replaceable. This guy is fucking replaceable. In fact, you yeah. can upgrade for sure. Divorce this man. <laughs> let him marry the scammer. Lose all his money and live a much better life without him. Divorce him. Take all his money before he marries. <laughs> and then uh, you can you can get all the money. Uh, that that's, works, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Disconnect this man's Wi-Fi <laughs> and let him live yeah. in reality. My goodness. <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, I don't know. I think if there's anyone who deserved to be catfished, it's this guy. But it, it is shitty that he's just so ready to replace you. Yes, um, so quick. And you were straight up with him from the... You were like, hey, if you find someone, just let me know. Like, you were... Very mature, Pretty right? accommodating. You were more generous than you needed exactly. to be, sure. Exactly. I would have been like, get the fuck out of my life. <laughs> yeah, that would have been divorce right then, actually. If so, not then... So, but when that, what, whenever I found out that the account was started the same day yeah. as the break, I'd be like, okay, so Instant. now divorce. Instant, Instant divorce. divorce. <laughs> yeah, that is really shitty. So I don't know. I, I hope you find someone better and real. Yes. And, you know, just like Sean said, my man is replaceable. This guy does not deserve love from someone like you at this point. Absolutely. Cool beans. Moving on to the next story. This one is from user Daily Sip of Coffee titled Boyfriend Asked Me for $50,000. This is fucking hilarious. Right <laughs> is this like the, what's that uh, documentary that came out? The Tinder, Tinder Swindler, Swindler or whatever. Yes. <laughs> oh, I never watched that. I heard that Dude, was Dude, you need to watch it. <laughs> I haven't actually watch watched it. it either, but I've watched like recaps videos of it because I it. apparently don't have the time. <laughs> you need to watch. It's freaking insane, but it, we'll read the story real quick. So the title is Boyfriend Asked Me for $50,000. So I recently got a huge blessing with a lump sum of money and my boyfriend of five months asked me if I would give him five, $50,000. Okay, not five months. <laughs> five months? You are fucking hilarious, man. Oh, it's 10000 per month. Yeah, They've been together, my no God. No fucking way. Five months? The audacity. Okay, sorry. Continue. Holy shit. He's high class, okay? If you can't afford him, not worth it. So my boyfriend of five months asked me if I would give him $50,000 hypothetically, okay? My response was, what would you need $50,000 for? That's a lot of money. This started a huge argument. <laughs> he asked that question because he already knew the answer to it and wanted to prove a point. Basically, he claims I'm fake and act stingy with money. Again, five months. <laughs> okay. Dude, break up. Break up now. Yeah, this seems like an easy solution. <laughs> oh my Where'd God. you find these posts? Sorry? Oh, yeah. R what? slash what? advice. Oh God. Here's your advice. Leave. Run Leave. as far as you can. <laughs> 
He told me if I had the same amount of money I had, he'd give me $50,000. And he even says his ex or close friends would also do the same. This He keeps oh, trying my- to make me feel like I'm wrong because I wouldn't give him $50,000. We've only been dating for five months and that's way too much money to just be handing out to someone I've only just started dating. I don't want to waste money on a person that could be temporary in my life. Am I wrong to not want to give him $50,000? No. 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 This reminds me of, uh, have you guys ever seen The Office? uh, Jim and Pam's wedding episode? The point where Michael finds out he doesn't have a a hotel room. And so he's like, Dwight, can I sleep in your room? And he's just like, no, you wouldn't do the same for me. And he's like, I would absolutely. And then he thinks that his take, like he got the the hotels wished up. And he's just like, oh, Michael, can I have a room? And he's just like, no, it's the same vibe. (laughs) He would absolutely not do the same fucking thing for you. So, holy shit. That made me angry. That's a brilliant but, move by Dwight. But wait, <laughs> there's more. There's actually an update. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, please be a happy one. The so <laughs> update is, thank you so much for all the advice, everyone that commented. I felt like I was going crazy arguing with him about the situation. It's also frustrating. I can't seem to get him to understand where I'm coming from at all. I wish he could at least respect my response. He still thinks I'm stingy and fake for not giving him $50,000. I am very stupid for sharing my financial situation with him. I just thought I could trust him and he'd be happy for me. Little did I know this would happen. Definitely taking breaking up into consideration, even though it will be painful to do so. Again, appreciate all the comments. And he he said if he had $50,000, he could invest it or flip it, turn it to millions (laughs) or thousands. He hates the idea of his girlfriend. Listen to this. This has got to be the most fucking alpha bro asshole mentality. He hates the idea of his girlfriend having more money than him. Oh my god. What a Ooh, piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck you. A boot breakup. It is 2022, my dude. Like it, it'd be the best of you. <laughs> you didn't have to work, you know, you just uh you, you'd would, be the <laughs> I would love to be a stay at home. That's John. Dad. Are you That's, That's me? <laughs> oh, that is John. Oh, except I'm not staying home. Like I, my wife no, no, just no. makes yeah, yeah. way more than I do. Yeah, your wife's hella smart, so she she makes a ton exactly. of money. <laughs> oh my oh god! Oh my god! But wait, there's more. <laughs> there's more. Oh god! This better be oh. a second update. We're broken up. <laughs> we got married. <laughs> the update is the final update is we are now broken up, and I don't plan on getting in any relationship anytime soon Hell after yes. all that drama. Thank you for all the advice. It helped me a lot. <laughs> fuck yeah, yeah. Fuck that guy. Hell yeah. Get rid of him. Holy <laughs> shit. Jesus. Dude, this oh. guy has a similar post on Wall Street Bros, I'm sure. Dude, my fucking girlfriend <laughs> won't let me invest her $50,000. Into crypto. I could totally. This is insane. <laughs> I could double her money. One week <laughs> before crypto fucking <laughs> plummets. Tanked. <laughs> oh my God. That makes me so angry. I'm glad she's. I'm glad she's out of that. Saw the light. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, saw the light, dude. If I was dating someone for like six months, I wouldn't even give them like a hundred dollars just because. I can't I even mean, give I, myself a hundred dollars right now. I forget. Did he say the reason he needed it? Sorry. No, no it was just it was, a hypothetical. Oh. He said it was a hypothetical question. Oh, I understand. Yeah, that is. Um, just a toxic mentality to have that if you had money, he w- you would have to give it to him. That is not a recipe for someone you want to be with long term. So definitely glad you got rid of him. The small um, dick of energy of guys that are like so intimidated by women making more than they do. Yeah. Except with, I never understood that. 
Yeah, I've never cared. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah. bro, like, plus, like, historically, they've made less than us. So if someone's making more, fucking more power to them. Exactly. I mean? God damn, that makes me so angry. Is this how you guys feel when I bring up stories to you? Yes. <laughs> hey, the, you know, it was actually making me laugh. The episode that you guys did with Chris and, like, at the very end of the episode, he was like, are you guys always this angry at the end? Oh, yeah. I'm like, yes! <laughs> this is exactly uh, how we get. We could never beat that one time, though, that Sean and I were just, like, livid. Oh, the TikTok thing? Yeah. Like, we were uh, fucking no, no usable content. <laughs> it's just anger. Sean confronted Sienna about that because she brought that. Yes. <laughs> it was her idea, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it was, to be fair, it was a good, like, it's definitely something that needs to, people oh, need sure. to call those, those people out. But I don't know if we were just not in the right headspace or what. <laughs> we were just so no, I'm just not a good enough actor to fucking power through that shit. I was upset. Fair enough. Maybe on year two when we've we've established ourselves a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Right. All right. Last story. This one is from user TSstamp01 titled, Girlfriend Doesn't Want Me to Take Dream Internship. So I am 19 and my girlfriend of two years is trying to stop me from taking a seven-week dream internship that's about eight hours away from where we live. She's threatening to throw away our entire relationship if I go. I feel like this could be a huge stepping stone towards my career after college and I really want to do it. To be fair, I will have no electricity or cell phone service as I'll be working at a wildlife sanctuary in the middle of nowhere. So it's fair to be upset about limited contact. I've already accepted the offer and I leave next week when she tells me to just not go. What do I do? I love her so much, but I'm really passionate about the field I want to go into. So wait, sorry, he's leaving like to go to a different a place he's eight hours away. It's, he's eight trying to leave away. to go for an internship that's eight hours away and his girlfriend pretty much was like, don't go. I'm going to throw the whole oh. relationship away. I want to know uh, if there's, a, I mean, just given the context, fucking go, you're 19. I wonder if yeah. there's like a legitimate reason that she's like worried. Yeah. Like, did you do but, some shady shit that you can't be trusted for LDRs, <laughs> you know, long distance relationship or vice yeah. versa? I mean, I'm going to take the brutal honest honesty uh, route. You're 19. If this is your dream, I mean, you might as well take a shot at it. If she's not comfortable with you being far away, it sucks to say, but honestly, for the best for both of you to maybe just, you know, split up for however long your internship is or figure something out. Maybe you're still together, do long distance. You got to have a conversation about it because if it's something you really, truly want to do, you got to take the shot. I mean, it sucks and it might feel like your world's ending, but... Like I said, you're 19. You've got your whole life ahead of you. You might as well try to, to start building those blocks towards your dream job. And uh, hopefully the person you love will support you. But uh, how long were they together again? Sorry. Two years. Oh, that's tough. That's a long time. That's a long time. <laughs> quite a bit of time. It, yeah. Oh, man, I like to think that you could make long distance work. Eight hours isn't like, no. t- like it's long. Don't get me wrong. But it's not like you can't go see them, like take a week off or holidays. You know, you can still see them quite a bit throughout the year or she can come to you. I mean, it's just seven weeks though. Oh, there you go. I I listened to half that story. I'm sorry. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So, so it's not that long. You could absolutely make it work. If she's not okay with that, then I mean, that's someone on her. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I've been saying. Just go do your thing. And then if she's not okay with it, you kind of got to make a decision then whether you want to <laughs> follow your dream or cut someone out who can't support you for, or not yep. support you, just be there for you, for your dream. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like probably it it won't be because it's like, I don't want to discredit young love or whatever. Like I met my now wife when we were 20. So it's like not impossible that this is your soulmate, you know, but right. if it's your soulmate, you know, seven weeks for a chance at your dream job it's not long. is, is there should be negotiation. There shouldn't be an ultimatum with that. So yeah. if, if she's the one for you, she'll understand. I agree. I was going to bring a personal story to this. The only reason why I brought it up was my wife and I were actually kind of almost in this situation. Like she had an amazing opportunity to go to Korea for one whole year. Mm-hmm. And we were married. And this was just last year. <laughs> a know, year's like, longer. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. It is longer. But like to me, when she said like, hey, this opportunity is going to be a huge step for my career. If I get in, like, what do we do? Just like you absolutely go for it. Yeah. You know, like if if your if your relationship is based on trust, based on communication, even if it's a year, whatever the distance is. And my wife and I had a long distance relationship before we got married because now I was in a service, like I was all over the place. Like, you know, I'd be gone for like weeks, months out of the time. If your love is that strong and your relationship is, you know, based on trust, based on communication, based on Helping each other out, like your significant other is more than just a title. It's a partnership. It's, you know, it's, it's all that time and distance should not matter, especially when the prize in there is someone's dream. And if their dream could be a building block for you two in the future, you shouldn't impede on someone's dream. If that person meant something to you or meant a lot to you, you know what I mean? Because that means a lot to them. Yeah, that's way better advice than I gave. So <laughs> that's what 10 years of marriage gets you guys. A uh, better look at things. <laughs> Bam. There you go. So I was like ready to just accept that, like, you know, my wife could have left me free. You're just stuck with my dogs, you know, but like, yeah. but we, we made the scenario. So just be like, okay, maybe I'll take time off work and then I'll visit there for like a couple of weeks, a couple of months. You just have to communicate and learn how to like work with the situation that you guys have. And that situation is not even bad at all. Like no, seven hour, weeks. An eight <laughs> like hour that's... drive is like a two hour flight at most. Yeah. My buddy right currently, he's he's dating a girl who's in, in Canada, but he went to school in Ireland for about, oh, I think he's shit. he's been gone for about a year now. And he's got another half a year, I think. And uh, they've stuck together and she visits a lot. He comes back a lot. And real partners will try and make it work. And if they're on your team, they'll try and make it work. Yeah. I, I mean, pretty much everything John said. I, I don't have much else to add on to it other than ha- have a conversation about it and, and try and work it out. If you think she's the one you want to be with long term. Awesome. Well said. Well, we're starting to sound like a relationship podcast now. (laughs) (laughs) We went through so many different like versions of this show that it's like. What's next? We're we're past the smut era. (laughs) Unless you're a patron. Unless you're a patron. Then you're about to get You're going to get it someday. (laughs) You're going to get some smut soon. Oh, all of our patrons have unsubscribed. <laughs> oh, well, we oh. will know the reason why. <laughs> There's definitely two that want it. Yeah. True, actually. Yeah, one that has asked for, for it a couple times on yeah. Twitter. So, <laughs> Well, that is it for the Reddit portion of our episode. But if you stick around after the break, you will hear our This Day in History featuring Andrew Jackson and Charles Dickinson's Deadly Duel. We'll be right back with Comaniacs after a few words from our sponsors. All the homies hate Andrew Jackson. Wikimaniacs, it's gonna be May. And you know what that means. Warmer, sunnier, 
days are upon us. And wouldn't you rather spend your time doing something else instead of having to plan your next meal or spending precious time driving to the grocery store? Factor's fresh, never frozen, ready-to-eat meals are delivered right to your door. Factor takes the stress out of grocery shopping and meal planning. Plus, by supporting Factor, you are also helping out your boys. Sean, tell everybody what Factor offers. Easy. Factor has 35 chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals to choose from every single week. But wait, there's more. Factor also has more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So you'll always have new flavors to explore. Your boys always want you to treat yourself. So why not make your day delicious by eating Factor's restaurant-quality meals with premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Salmon, the kicker, all done and ready to go in two minutes or less, plus no cleanup after. Do you know what I can do in two minutes? You see, John, this is why we don't do ads with you anymore. But Wikimaniacs, head on over to factormeals.com slash wiki50 and use code wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code wiki50 at factormeals.com slash wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Thank you, Factor, for supporting the show. Welcome, Wikimaniacs, to this day in history. The day May 30th had plenty of memorable events that transpired over the years. Some include the tale of a national heroine, Joan of Arc, to Spanish explorer Hernando de Soto landing a naval expedition in the shores of Florida. Today, however, I will be going over an incident that occurred back in 1806 involving a former U.S. president that one might see on their $5 bill. This is the story of Andrew Jackson killing Charles Dickinson in a duel. There was no love lost between Andrew Jackson and Charles Dickinson. Both men were prominent plantation owners and were well-known as horse breeders in Kentucky. The rivalry stemmed from Dickinson accusing Jackson for being shady during a bet they had when Jackson decided not to pay up. Dickinson ups the ante and calls Jackson's wife Rachel a bigamist due to her first marriage with an ex-husband was yet to finalize before she got with Jackson. In a full Will Smith move, Jackson went all, Keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth and issued a challenge to Dickinson. The two were set to meet at Harrison's Mills on the Red River of Logan, Kentucky. Someone so is being sent to the Shadow Realm because it's time to do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. This wasn't even the first time a duel was issued involving high-profile individuals in this time period. Just a few years removed, and quite possibly the most famous duel in the United States featured one of its founding fathers, Alexander Hamilton, going one-on-one with then serving as the vice president of the U.S. in Aaron Burr. Hamilton would end up losing the battle as Burr fatally wounded him. Hamilton today became popularized in mainstream media as Lin-Manuel Miranda turned the story to a musical. Now going back to the duel between Jackson and Dickinson. Dickinson was considered a top shot in the U.S., but Jackson was no slouch himself being a former soldier after all. The stage was set the two men took their place to settle the score. The first signal was given. Bang! Dickinson connected with a bullet to Jackson's chest. Jackson frantically covered the wound near his heart to stop the blood loss. Dickinson openly called Jackson a scoundrel and a cheater prior to the duel. And Jackson, indeed, 
manifested those claims. The tradition of dueling breached by the very man who was supposed to embody presidency in the future. In a turn of events, Jackson then reloaded his gun and fired the fatal round that killed Dickinson, which is a huge no-no in dueling. Jackson, however, was ultimately acquitted from any criminal charges involving murder. The only consequence he suffered from the duel was a chronic pain from his chest that lingered for the rest of his life stemming from his injuries. The antics, however, did not prevent Jackson from being eventually elected as the seventh president of the United States. Jackson went on to serve from 1829 to 1837 and would pass away from congestive heart failure on June 8, 1845 at the age of 78. And that Wikimaniacs is a tale of Andrew Jackson and Charles Dickinson and their deadly duel. Sources from this story comes from OnThisDay.com, a JSTOR Daily article by Aaron Blakemore written in 2015, and a History.com article titled Future President Andrew Jackson Kills Charles Dickinson in a Duel. Now let's bring back your boys, Josh and Sean. All right, and we are back. So, fellas, what did you think about today's notable history? I listened to it like a week ago. <laughs> I forget. Yeah. He thought I remembered the last day in history when when Josh did it, and I listened to it four hours ago. You better believe I didn't remember it from a week ago. Uh, but yeah. I will what happened say, to Andrew Jackson? Something? <laughs> I will say all the homies ate. Hate Andrew Jackson. He's a piece of shit. Stonewall. <laughs> fuck that guy. Uh, oh, that was him. Right. I'm a Canadian. I uh, I know very little uh, about Andrew Jackson. So he's uh, on our money. You, we celebrate this man. It's five dollars. That you know what that tracks. You know. <laughs> no, he's on. He's on the twenty. Andrew Jackson. Yeah. A, Abe is on the five. Oh, five. Oh, shit. Abe's on then the five. Totally messed up on the episode. Then. Uh oh. <laughs> well, we're correcting it now. Shot and damn. No. Nope. Shot or not. God damn. Twenty dollar bill. Fuck. That's me. how that's how rich John is. He hasn't seen a five or twenty dollar bill in so long. He only deals in Benjamins and crypto. I don't have any crypto, okay? Holy shit. Well, it's okay. At least we it's called fine. it out this episode. We just corrected it. We just corrected it. <laughs> that does make me sadder that Abe is on the five and he's on the twenty. You know, it should be uh, like because it's worth yeah, more, I mean, right? Oh my God, there's actually a conspiracy theory about that, but I don't want to get into it. I mean, we got nothing but time here, John. <laughs> That's true. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if I'm like actually like heard it right, but they're saying like, oh, for all the dollar bills, if you check, every single one of the bills has an American flag next to or whoever the person is there. So like Washington had a flag on him. Jackson had a flag near him. Benjamin had a flag in like the back area. But if you go to Lincoln's $5 bill, there's no flag near him. It's because like he's closely associated with, you know, the emancipation. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. So there was, that was just like a weird conspiracy theory that I, that I looked into. I just thought it was wild. Not so wild when you consider how racist our country is built. Uh, it do be facts. <laughs> it do be facts, unfortunately. Yeah. And that's also a call out that oh, we need a writer <laughs> because I'm getting the facts <laughs> wrong. Holy shit. Yeah, we do need a writer. Holy we shit. We need a writer. Guys, that's why uh, I read directly off Wikipedia. Wikipedia's never, it's uh, never, never once been wrong. It's never once been wrong. It's always correct. It's the most secure encyclopedia on the internet. This man is doing like the Donald Trump, like fucking poses. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> Huge facts. <laughs> Make Wikipedia great again. <laughs> oh my God. It's always been great. It, don't question it ever, okay? <laughs> Clip that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, that is it for our episode this week. Thank you, Wikimaniacs, for sticking around. And let me just say, it's damn good to be back. I fucking miss y'all. I miss my boys over here. And uh, we will see you this Friday with another episode of Am I the Asshole? But for now, toodles. Peace. Bye. Fifth time, it's your boy Sean. <laughs> <laughs>